Here at Live in D.C. at the big fair radio event about illegal immigration, Jim Conway, uh, terrorism expert, uh, worked for the FBI. Um, you were stationed in Mexico. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to hear what you have to say because we're right on the border and we hear stories about people crossing our southern border in Tucson. And we don't know where they're from, how they're getting there. And we were talking off the air. Holy crap. So you were stationed in Mexico. For four years after 9-11, right? I, I, I was, Garrett. I was. You know, most folks don't know this, but the FBI, because all of our investigations have a global nexus nowadays, mm-hmm. whether it's drug trafficking, looking for fugitives, terrorism, we have offices all over the world, FBI agents who are stationed at U.S. embassies. They're called legal attaches, and I had the honor of serving the American people by being stationed in Mexico City at the U.S. embassy as part of the FBI team there, and I had the counterterrorism portfolio wow. while I was there after 9-11. Okay. Yeah. So uh, are there, I mean, we hear bits and pieces. We just had a couple of refugees that were terrorists from Al-Shabaab arrested yeah. in Tucson about three weeks ago Yeah, um, because they lied on the refugee form. So uh, after 9-11, all this stuff, we're worried about our southern border. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, there, are there terrorists coming across? Where are they coming from? Uh, you know, are they, they, you were talking, they're not many radical Muslim terrorists in Mexico itself, right? No, no. Look, you know, everywhere in the world, uh, when you work the terrorism target, it's a little bit different. When you yeah. talk about Mexico, of course, in my view, border security is national security. Yes. Most people don't understand that a million and a half people cross the U.S.-Mexican border every single day, wow. legally and illegally. Okay. One of the big concerns from a counterterrorism perspective was an analysis and a view of the people that were crossing that border. And we determined that upwards of 4 to 5% of the people that crossed the border were not Mexicans or Central Americans. They were what we called SIA, Special Interest Aliens. And how many was that? Well, One out of every four? You, no, oh. about 4 to 5%. Oh, 4 to 5, okay. And, and between... 2001, 2007, the estimates are about 6,000 SIAs were actually apprehended at the border, captured, uh, interviewed, deported, and so forth. Now, what's an SIA? That's a person like a Sudanese, a Somalian, a Pakistani, a Libyan, an Algerian. They're a person that has been smuggled across the border that come from a that comes from a country that has a significant presence of terrorist organizations or terrorist activity. Okay. So there's a focus on them from a national security perspective. We know when I was there, for example, there are sophisticated, very sophisticated smuggling organizations, human smuggling organizations that have a base of operations in Latin America, particularly Mexico. And they have tentacles into the Middle East, North Africa, East Africa, and Southeast Asia. We know when uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed was arrested, the the mastermind Mm -hmm. of 9-11, Indications of Mexico and documents related to Mexico and movement of people through Mexico was found in his property. Really? Bin Laden made, uh, when the raid was done and Bin Laden was taken out, when they went through the cachet of his personal effects and his hard drive, there were indications of Mexico. Mexico has been on the radar screen of terrorist groups around the world. They know that that is the conduit that that southern border is the conduit into the United States. So so obviously you know about this. Lawmakers know about this obviously. Yep, yep. And yet it's 17 years since 9/11 almost to the day. Yeah. And they've done literally nothing about it. Yeah, you know, it, it's been on the radar screen and there's been a lot of a lot a lot has been written about this. A lot of intelligence has been reported upstream. I was a part of that intelligence uh, providing intelligence to Washington after 9-11. And, you know, there's been a lot of, act, you know, there was the Homeland Security Act passed mm-hmm. in 2002, and then there was the Intel and Terrorism Prevention Act passed in 04, the Secure 
Defense Act in 2006. Yeah. Heck, that was 12, 13 years ago. It's putting these things into play and having a cohesive, uh, concerted effort by by the intelligence community as well as law enforcement. And the tip of the spear here is Border Patrol and ICE. They do a fantastic job. They have been focused on special interest alien smuggling into the United States and how it may impact us. Look, when I was in Mexico, Mahmoud Karani, a known Hezbollah operator, was smuggled by a Lebanese uh, smuggling organization in Mexico through San Diego and into Detroit, Michigan. He was arrested in Detroit. Wow. We felt that he was up to, uh, he was in a planning phase at okay. that point. Just look back recently at the attacks in Edmonton, uh, Edmonton, yeah, Alberta. Yeah. Alberta, Canada, by uh, Al Sharif. He basically crossed the U.S.-Mexican border in 2011, uh, came into uh, through the San Ysidro uh, entry point okay. in San Diego. Uh, he claimed asylum. There's a ton of asylum fraud. That's a story for another day. Uh, he was deported by a judge at that time, but the Supreme Court decided that people from Somalia couldn't go back to such a horrible country that was in such a disarray. So he was allowed to remain in the United States. He ended up in Canada, and he ran over a police officer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Canadians, when they, uh, when they uh, took him down, ultimately they found an ISIS flag yep. in his vehicle, and then he mm -hmm. ran over another 12 people. The interesting thing is we keep sticking our head in the sand. The Canadians never charged him with terrorism-related charges. He's been really? charged charged with attempted murder and oh. assault and dangerous driving. He was oh. never charged with terrorism-related charges. So, so, so this, this is what we're facing today. And this is Jim Conway, who you're listening to uh, with the FBI. He was with the FBI, terrorism expert. You name it on KNST AM 790. So President Trump says, hey, Jim, what do we do to solve this? What do you well, tell him? Well, you know, look, I, I, I think that the laws are in place. I think we're mindful of it. The intelligence stream is there. We know the presence of Hezbollah in Iran, in South America, in mm -hmm. Venezuela, in Panama, throughout the southern cone of South America. We know that the terrorism threat is there. I think we just have to put together a concerted effort. And I will say this, and this is based on non-classified intel streams I read online, is basically this administration has taken steps to seriously look at the threat of Iran in Latin America and how it poses a threat to the United States. Look, they, they blew up the uh, Israeli embassy in the 1990s. They blew up the Jewish community center. They tried to take out the gas lines and gas tanks at JFK Airport. Mm -hmm. They attempted an act of war here in Washington, D.C. They attempted using a Zeta operator to assassinate the Saudi ambassador to the United States back about four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. I mean... Recently, Hezbollah operators were arrested in New York just in the past year that were doing target assessments of the Panama Canal and American targets both in Latin America and in the United States. So this administration is recognizing the threat, and I'm, I'm happy to see that there's steps being taken. As opposed to Obama who gave a billion-plus dollars yeah, and just you know, to go, here you go. Well, you know, and, and Jay Johnson did try to coalesce. Uh, U.S. law enforcement intelligence services back in 14, 15, and 16, and I read some of his memoranda uh, trying to do that. Um, but it just seems to fall on, on deaf ears. Yeah. I mean, uh, Congressman McCall has done a lot in this area. He's visited Latin America. We know. It's not a secret. The intelligence community, law enforcement, knows the terrorism threat that is post-United States when it comes to the border. So I'm short on time here, but so... 
Iran works for these people. They put people in these Latin American countries and, and smuggle them through Mexico. They somehow get into Mexico and go through there. Well, How much corruption is there where they let that happen? Well, you know, Iran isn't so much involved in the smuggling activity mm. as they are involved in Hezbollah operations yeah. in Latin America. Okay. Uh, you know, the Iranians have a base of operations in Venezuela, particularly in the previous administration with Chavez. The Iranians gave Chavez a Medal of Honor in Tehran. Mm. You know, Chavez traveled to Tehran four or five times. Ahmadinejad traveled to Venezuela many times. Iran, Hezbollah, the proxy for Iran, has a base of operations in Venezuela, mining uranium, conducting Hezbollah training camps, the movement of drugs, the movement of uh, counterfeit activity, uh, which basically goes into the coffers of their financial and operations. And Venezuela's broke. I mean, do we use a, uh, a money play here to try to bail them out and say, if we're going we're gonna to help your country as you don't eat dogs on the street, you got to let us get rid of Hezbollah that's... That's in your country? Yeah. You know, uh, that's a complicated situation. Yeah. Obviously, U.S.-Venezuelan, uh, I don't think U.S.-Venezuelan relations could be any more strained than they are now. Yeah. And I, I don't know if there's even, I don't even know if there's back-channel discussions ongoing. But the Iranians have created a base of operations. This isn't didn't start since 9-11. This has been ongoing for the last 25 years. Okay. In the southern cone of Latin America, the tri-border area, in Panama, in Argentina, in Venezuela, in Nicaragua. Mm -hmm. They are linked with all of the far leftist groups, the Daniel Ortegas, the Correa, uh, Bolivia, Imo uh, Morales. They mm -hmm. have established relationships with these governments. They need these governments to create uh, shell corporations to obviate and get around the sanctions. And that's what so, Trump's trying to do to Iran. By with yeah, the, yeah, 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 listen, yeah, listen, yeah. Jim, we got to get it, you on again, man. It's a I'm, very complicated yeah, situation. You are a wealth of knowledge to explain this because you hear talking heads on TV for a minute and a half, and you just don't. You know, they don't get it. Uh, listen, we got to get you on my radio show. And I'm back in Tucson on the phone if you don't mind to talk about this more. Border security yeah. is national security. I agree. Jim Conway, former uh, FBI agent on KNST AM 790. We'll continue from D.C.